0: how are we welcome to monday's edition of discord more family law questions hopefully will be answered this evening um just to let you guys know that we are recording this because patrick will put this out on my podcast for me and we are also live on tiktok so if you want to ask me a question guys by all means do so um you can do that by downloading the app um, and then coming onto Discord and uh, putting your hand up, come into the lounge and put your hand up. Okay. Hopefully, I can hear everybody this evening. Uh, we were having technical problems last Wednesday, mm. um, and I had to I had to sign off at about ten to seven because I just for some reason couldn't hear anybody again. Um, anyway, so a uh, couple of questions on TikTok from the twins. Hey, how do I get a message to you? You can come onto Discord. Um, and you can either leave a message there for me or you can put your hand up and ask me a question. Um, I will routinely go into our three chat rooms that we've got on Discord. Um, We've got a divorce, finance and a children um, chat room and I'll probably go in maybe you know every other day, every third day um, and do a little trawl through and answer as many questions as I possibly can. All right, so that's probably the best way to get hold of me. Um, Failing that, then um, you could email Um, but emails um, again I get so many emails it's probably quicker to do it on the discord Um, is my son single which one I have four of them (laughs) Um, missy thank you for that I've just received that email it's Bob through I will come back to you um, if not later on tonight then tomorrow Um, okay so big mama you had your hand up you are now on the stage what's your question
1: I only got this to talk to my kids. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. A couple of questions. First one, um, I'm a few weeks away from um, a conditional order in the divorce. Um, Once this is all done with and I want to change my name back to my maiden name, can I add my name to my kids' names without needing the father's permission if he has parental responsibility you are going
0: to need his consent yes because everybody with parental responsibility will need to be involved in the name change what i would say is that if he won't give you your consent um to double barrel them then make an application to the court because the court won't really have any objection to that so you will be able to get round it that way
1: okay great um and the second one oh sorry is um, we're trying to work out some kind of... Say that again,
0: work out what? Oh, I've lost you. Oh, oh no, hey, you, you're mate. back again. Yeah, you're back, yeah.
1: Yep. Um, so uh, we're trying to agree on some kind of financial order. Right. Um, so basically, he wants me to just agree to having nothing. Um, I have just gone through what on the government webpage says I'd be entitled to and kind of gone less than that. And we're just at a stalemate, but he's saying he doesn't want to go to mediation. Yeah. Um, but he does want something legal. Should I just apply to the court and let them deal with it or
0: like... no, so the court the court won't deal with the financial order for you. It's it's very different to the divorce process. The court will make an order that they receive from either one of you. Um, so long as it's fair and reasonable Um, so you guys are going to have to either agree to how you want the finances separated and then have that put into an order or if you can't agree then one of you is going to have to make a court application um, and let the judge decide that way Um, but ultimately the court's only going to make an order that it's being asked to make
1: right okay does
0: that make sense
1: yeah definitely thank you so I think
0: to, in order to to kick start it off if if you're both not in agreement, I think you both probably need to get some legal advice separately um to establish exactly what you're entitled to and then go from there right, okay, that's great, thank you you're welcome thanks bye and bye right, somebody else right. up Rav you are next on the stage. What will the court look at to decide if the financial order is fair when you send in your consent order to the court? You are going to also have to complete a D81. And it's the D81 that will let the court know if it's fair and reasonable. If you take a look at that D81, um, it'll become self-explanatory. But you have to uh, fill that in and send that in with the consent order as well. Okay, Rav, do you have a question for me?
2: Yes, please. Can you hear me? Absolutely. What's your question? Excellent. Yeah. So um, I left um, my mother-in-law's home due to... um... Um, just verbal abuse um, with my two children and I'm living in temporary accommodation. I rented the family home, um, which my ex has blocked me from going to because we've got tenants there. So he spoke to the tenant and explained to her that um, um, that I'm trying to get rid of her and I'm trying to evict her and she stopped speaking to me. Uh, meanwhile, he's got some new tenants in there without my knowledge and changed the locks. Um, I've been in touch with the agents um, to let them know that this property is in dispute and we've got an FDR hearing in December um, and whether, you know, that I need to see the tenancy agreement to find out what's happening with that property because I've requested that the children and I move back in there. Right. Um, I was just wondering, like, um, what I, what are my rights as I'm the joint account holder um i'm I'm on the deeds of the property um he's completely blocking the children and i moving back there just wondering what i can do
0: well i think i think you're doing it rav if i'm honest so you've made your application and and you're in court um obviously you are a legal owner of the property so you should have sight of the tenancy agreement um if he won't give that site the tenancy agreement for you to have a look at then you can ask the court to direct that he does that it will just be a case of well how long have you um let the tenants live there for you know what's in that tenancy agreement are you able to get them out um within sort of giving them one month's notice so but i think you're doing all that you can um because you're already and in court
2: I've, yeah i've been renting property for 16 years and you once a tenancy agreement starts you can't tenant after them being there for four months um as far as i'm aware so but i mean under these it's a different under these circumstances you know so i don't know how it works
0: well i think you'll be guided by the tenancy agreement the first thing the court's going to say is let's have a look at the tenancy agreement It, it doesn't change that's a legally binding contract between you your husband and the tenants so that that's the you know the family proceedings act won't change that
2: so the best thing to do is obviously just wait for the FDR and bring it up then to say that this was rented without my consent and go from there. Really, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean the thing is, the the family courts are not going to give any punishment because he rented the property out without your consent. You know that that's a different that's a different issue, Rav, to to sorting out matrimonial finances. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Thank thanks, you. thanks. Bye. Hi, London Father, I'm going to invite you up next. What's your question? Hi, good evening. Um,
3: I've got questions, if that's okay. So the first being, uh, I'm in the midst of child arrangements within the family court. Uh, Now, I'm past the point of the fact finding. Um, No findings were made. um, But a lot of the speaking allegations um, that were made to the court were likewise made to my daughter's GP and health visitors. Now, I put it in my position to the court that I'd like to be able to disclose this because it's inhibiting my ability to get um, any medical updates or to be able to communicate them with, with them effectively. Yeah. Um, now, my co-parent has rejected um, any disclosure of them um, on the basis that they don't think it's relevant. Um, now, I don't know what, what kind of position I'm in. Will I be in contempt of court if I disclose the outcome without the court's permission?
0: Who, sorry who are you going to disclose it to sorry to
3: my daughter's gp and the health visitor so like as i say so the the spurious allegations that were made to the court were also made to them um okay. but they don't know that the allegations were cleared so they are refusing to give me information medical updates and stuff like oh, that I on see, the basis I that see. they believe yeah. that they to be yeah. true
0: you, yeah so you're going to have to seek permission of the court to be able to release that order to the um gp and the health visitor yes you are you're going to have to get permission Right, okay, yeah. that's fine, yeah,
3: um, and then just rolling on from that point with the regards to the fact finding, that was as I say, no findings were made yeah. um, but uh, having kind of briefly discussed uh, this matter, um some people have found it strange that legal aid certificate is still being issued, um and it's kind of ongoing, and to be honest it's it's adding to the kind of in amongst things. Is that a normal thing to continue or is that unusually revoked or how long will that stay in place? Because as I say, it's a complicating matters somewhat.
0: Yeah, so, so legal aid will be given if the other side, which they obviously have, have shown that the domestic violence, um, they've been subjected to domestic violence and then it will go on for as long as their case requires it. So it it will be ongoing.
3: So even despite the fact that there were no findings made, that was all cleared.
0: Absolutely, but they've already been given the legal aid. So Right. Yeah. Until right. yeah. so, until at least the final hearing. Yes. Oh yes, it won't be taken away from them now until until you get until the till the matter's concluded.
3: Right, I understand. That's not problem at all. Thank
4: you very much for answering that. You're now.
0: welcome. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Abigail, Thank you. you are up next. What's your question? She's on mute. Oh, you're on mute, Abigail. Take yourself off mute and ask me your question.
5: Hello? Hello, what's your question? Hi, it's um, a partner because there's uh, two children um, relocated. Was granted that, like I say, three years ago. Um. But even now, still, so contact arrangements are in place. We've got a child arrangements order. Yeah. Um, the children see their father like five times a year. But even now... um arranging contact and things like that. Two minute. Arrange contact, we'll still get really threatening emails from his solicitor. So if he doesn't get what he wants, he just sends a solicitor's letter demanding. Right. So I just wanted to know sort of like where I stand with that. Is because I've given the, the school a copy of the court order, yeah. he's claiming that attempt of court, when to me that's a safeguarding issue. Okay, so what's your question to me, Abigail? What What are you actually asking me for help Basically, with Basically, like, where do I stand in terms of stopping the emails and, you know, just it, it feels like he's, he's still trying to abuse you, like oh, abuse through, us all through, through, through email. the
0: solicitor. You mean through the solicitor? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, the first thing I would say is don't take what the solicitor is is saying to you or writing to you personally um they're Uh obviously just working for their client every solicitor's different some some solicitors can be fairly aggressive I I don't agree with it but some are second thing I would say Abigail is email the solicitor back and say I think your tone and and the conduct is oppressive
5: actually and and
0: I don't appreciate it um and we've done
5: that many times we've done that many times to the point where we've said to her can you please stop sending emails he can arrange contact on his own just because he's not Agreeing just because we're not agreeing with yeah. particular aspects of what yeah. he wants us to do, I traveling through the night. yeah He lives in Dorset. We live up north. It's an eight-hour journey with the children. Yeah, they're only six and four. I don't agree with traveling through the night, and I'm not willing to do it after a day of work. Um, and then like I say, we will just get emails back saying that we're making false allegations. We're making false allegations of harassment. And basically, this, it should just keep sending them. I think personally, she's too emotionally attached to the case because yeah. it's a solicitor that he had when he when we first went through court. When I first applied, I was court.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, again, I think I think all you can do is is just just say to the solicitor, I don't like your tone. There isn't anything more you can do, if I'm honest, Abigail. Apart from blocking right. them, but you know, just blocking them. But there isn't anything mm-hmm. else that you can do, really. You know, you can't even really complain because she's not your solicitor. You could write to her manager, you know, to one of the Mm -hmm. partners in the firm, and say, look, you know, can you assign another solicitor to this case? These email, you know, and give them examples by sending in the emails and the letters that you receive. Um, But apart from that, you then just stick to what the order says. Um, Yeah, and that's
5: what we are doing. It yes. The other side that are wanting to. They're wanting to remove the kids from school for Christmas contact. They're wanting, is obviously, like I said, they're wanting us to do all of the mm. travelling because I agree to meet them halfway yeah. with the children and make it a little bit more fun for them, get them excited about going to see their dad. Yeah. Um. There's other problems there as well, like with my eldest child. She point blank refuses to go. Obviously, she has to. So just taking certain steps to say, you know, come on, try and co-parent because it's better for her. I don't yeah. want it affecting her mental health with her being so young and... yeah. It's everything I suggest, especially my concerns. If I list my concerns to the solicitor, responding to their letters, it's com—it it literally just gets ignored. And it, this is what you're doing wrong. Then you know oh what? Guys, you know what, Abigail? Do I
0: would, I would do absolutely nothing. I would do absolutely nothing. I would stick to the order. And if he doesn't like mm-hmm. it, he can take you back to court. That would be my my resolve there. Yeah, seems like you're
5: so trying to you just you completely ignore the letters because I would. It's got to the
0: point where I am just as not As long as, as, as you're sticking to the order, as long as you're sticking to the order, yeah, you, then you can yeah. ignore the letters. That's fine. Oh, that's brilliant. All right. Okay, thank no thank problem. You. Thanks, Abigail. Thank you. Bye, Bye. Totty. You are next up. What's your question?
6: Hiya. Hello. Hiya. Um, it's just I would just wonder, my ex-husband, and we do have a joint mortgage with. Yeah and um, has got Wernick's Korsakoff syndrome, which is basically alcoholics, dementia, is now in, like, the care system as, like, a, a supported a, a supported living place. What I'm bothered about is, can the social services, if they knew he owned, he owned half the house, force me to sell when my daughter turns 18? Social services can't. Why would they want, want to make you sell? I didn't know if they would want
0: it to pay for his care. I oh, you know he's half of the sale. I've got you. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I then I can't answer that question. That that's outside of my expertise, Totti. Sorry, I misunderstood your question there. Um. I honestly oh, no don't problem. know. Yeah. No. I honestly don't know. Um. Who would I send you to to ask a question like that? Um. God, you know, I don't know. That that's definitely going to be um a social services question. I don't know. No, at the Maybe they don't actually know. So I, t- I tell you what. I the property, and I didn't want to alert them. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. No, that's fair enough. I tell you what, I would do though. I'd give a care home a call and just say, look, you know, if if you had a resident that actually, you know, their care fees needs to be paid for paid for out of the property, who would action that? And and I think I, I would start digging if I were you, because as you say, it's half your home. Give a care yeah. a call. I think that's what I would do, and just say who you know, which channel would it come from. You know, who who deals with that.
6: Because I have obviously paid the mortgage all yeah. this he, he hasn't, yeah. so I didn't know if I, I had more rights because of that. Yeah, exactly. And of
0: course, he hasn't got a power of attorney or anything yet, no? no, no, no nothing like that's been...
6: No. No, okay. No, still was going to, but never did, because it actually started to get quite a lot better. Right. He doesn't want anything from the house, because yes. um, yeah. I've been paying it. So. Yeah. Would, um, would you not be able but, yeah. to get
0: him to sign that over to you then, Totty?
6: You have to buy out, don't you? I don't think you can just have a property signed over and I, I don't earn enough to buy him out oh, of it or okay. pay the mortgage, if you like, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think you can just sign it over, if I'm honest. You, you can just sign oh, it over. You can, yeah, you can
6: do that. Oh, right, I'll look into that. I wasn't impression <laughs> you couldn't do it. No, I think you, you right, can, okay.
0: yeah. All right, then. Thank you so much. You're Love welcome. What you do. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Bye-bye, Tati. I'll answer something on TikTok. What to do if X denied parental responsibility to child but applied for child arrangements order? If they get um, permission to apply for the child arrangements order, they'll be given PR as part of that. Um, So if you are the biological parent, you just have never been given PR because you weren't named on the birth certificate, then you will get PR as part of your child arrangements application. Where can I get legal aid to divorce my husband? I'm in Kent. So, Tracy Morton, it's not automatically given um, legal aid. You have to show that you have suffered from domestic abuse. Um, You would need to start by giving the civil legal advice line a call. Um, So if you Google civil legal advice line, I generally give out the number, um, but chances are you probably haven't got a pen. Um, But if you apply to the civil legal advice line and they will be able to assess you over the phone as to whether you qualify, okay? Um, Ryan, do you have a question for me?
7: yeah i do can you hear me sorry i
0: can yeah what's your question
7: hi um so i broke up with a partner uh, about six seven months ago um we, we were engaged um we were never married um since then we we, we, we were quite am- amicable and um, we had a 50 50 um kind of um in terms of our son we have a seven-year-old son that we have together um however since i've uh, found a new partner um my, my ex-partner now has stopped contact zero contact with my son she's deleted his whatsapp off his phone um uh, so i have zero contact with him um i've managed to reach out to him on his tiktok account if anything um and found out through there what he's told me that she's she's told him that um the police have told him that he can't speak to me which is untrue we we've got no domestic um we haven't even been to mediation there's there's no court order um in place um I'm, I'm really concerned about his mental health and well-being, not how this has affected him because it's affected me um, not seeing him. But then I don't want to just go up to the house, and knock the door and cause further issues. I mean, yeah. I'm really at a standstill of what I can do, I suppose, and who I can turn to.
0: So the first thing you're going to do, Ryan, is you're going to make a mediation referral, okay, because you need to get the MIAMS form from the mediator in order to make your application to the court. But ultimately, you're going to be making the application to the court. So you're going to be filling out that C100 form. You're going to be attaching the MIAMS form to the C100. You're going to be sending that in. And effectively, what you're asking the court to do is give you a child arrangements order that will that will set down a framework of contact, okay, because what the law says, and it's very clear to everyone else that's listening, is it's the child's right to have a relationship with both parents. It's not the parent's right. It's the child's right yeah. for their development and their, their mental well-being. Um, so, yeah, start by doing a MIAMS referral. Um, and then once you get, sorry, a mediation referral, once you get your MIAMS form, you then apply using the C100. And if you forget any of I, this, I, Ryan, yeah, go on.
7: Uh, sorry, I I did fill in a C100 form. But yeah. I paid the two hundred and thirty pound right. fee or or, yeah. or whatnot. Brilliant. Um, I I previous to, previous to that I did do a mediation. but I, I, I rang for a mediation, but it, yeah. it, they didn't have any uh, any anyone to speak to me until the twenty fifth of September. Now. What is a little bit difficult for me now is that the, when I put it put in for a, an urgent matter, the, the the judges declined it as an urgent matter due to the fact that we haven't Brilliant. had mediation.
2: Right. However,
7: we only have up until the ninth to resubmit that court application form. But of course, the mediation, which I know she will decline, yes. because she will. Yeah. Um, isn't till the 25th so it just feels like it, it just i'm not oh, making any traction yeah because having to wait up until the 25th and i don't want to lose that 230 pounds because you... yeah. i haven't got that type of money to keep spending
0: yeah you look you won't lose it i think what you need to do is send an email into the court to say as mo- as hard as i'm trying to get this mediation referral off the ground I, I am mm-hmm. caught between a rock and a hard place here. Uh, the very worst case scenario, Ryan, the court will at least push it back to accommodate the mediation's date of the 25th, OK? But I think the, the, the problem you've got is that the application form it hasn't even got to the judge yet. This is being dealt with by admin staff, and they have like a, a pro forma, so they've got to tick the boxes. And, and when it comes to has this C100 got a Miami's form or an exemption, they can't tick that box, which is why it's going okay. back to you. It's almost like the computer said no. So if you send in an email to the court to say, this is my dilemma, you know, I can't, you know, I have to wait for 25th, but actually, um, I think that the, the child may be at risk, then, you know, perfect. That they, they, they may just give you, give you a court hearing. At least try that, Ryan.
7: Okay, no yeah? problem. you for right. your
0: time. You're welcome. Thanks. Bye.
7: Bye-bye.
0: Uh, Tash, you're next up. What's your question? Uh, yes, I don't know if you can hear me. Can you I hear can, me? I can
8: indeed, Tash, yeah. Oh, hello. Um. Yeah, I was wondering if you could help me. My, Me and my partner, we split back in April. We were only married for eight months um, and he cheated on me, so we obviously separated. Um. I own my own home. He did live here with me, but I own it myself and it's only my name on it. He's never paid anything to it. Would he be entitled to it?
0: Sorry, Tash, did you say you were married? Yeah, we yeah. were married. Yeah, yeah.
8: So we're about to go through divorce. Yeah. So, um,
0: yes, if it was the former matrimonial home, he will be entitled to a share of it. I mean, obviously, all assets were going to be included in this, um, you mm-hmm. know, and, and the actual final division may not necessarily mean that he gets a share. But to answer your question properly, the answer would definitely be yes, he is entitled to a share. I'm not saying half of it, but, it, you know, what, what the court's going to want to ensure is that upon divorce housing needs income needs and capital needs are all met
8: all right right okay yeah no i get you yeah because what we've probably decided he's not interested in having any of the house because he said obviously it's not his yeah um but he's happy to take some like a financial settlement outside of the house
5: If okay. that makes sense i yeah. if the court would yeah. prove that, or... that
0: yeah that's that that would be fine again we're going to add all of the um matrimonial assets together and then we're going to divide them in accordance to not just what people need but obviously length of marriage and blah 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 um, so if it means that you can actually offer him a financial settlement leaving the house intact as long as it's fair and reasonable the court will be fine with that okay perfect right. thank you you're welcome <laughs> thanks um just a quick question on tiktok somebody said can you ignore solicitors letters solicitors letters aren't legally binding i actually i've done a tiktok on that today um, so you can ignore them, but obviously um, you, you, you might not want to ignore them, depending on what's in there. Um, because if they are asking you for a response or they're going to take you to court, you might want to do a response. Um, but no, they're not legally binding, is all I would say to that. Uh, Karen, you are next up. What's your question?
9: Hi. Hi. Um, yeah, Especially last week, um, my ex-husband um, selling a property. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's got um quarter of a million pound from that, um. But he he's like hemorrhaging it already. Yeah. Now, is there any kind of anything I can do to get the courts to stop him, like spend it frivolously spending?
0: Well, yeah, you can you can freeze. I mean, if they're joint accounts, Karen, absolutely. You they're can, not. Uh, if well, if they're just his accounts, then no. So right. what what you would then want to do? is in your financial disclosure, make sure that you get the last 12 months' worth of bank statements from him, and then you would ask the court to make an adjustment. So what I mean right. by that is, let's say he's gone through £40,000 recklessly, and you can show yeah. that from his bank statements. You would then say to the court, look, we need to add that 40000 back in because he's already had that from the matrimonial assets while these proceedings were ongoing. And we call that an adjustment right all right so that might be a better way to deal with it if because you 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 won't really be given an order that he frees um his accounts because they're his accounts and he can do with them what he wants
9: yeah yeah i understand
0: yeah all okay. right then thank you you're welcome thanks karen okay bye uh, bye another question on tiktok what happens if the other side refuse mediation it's fine mediation is a voluntary process right it's not compulsory if they refuse to go, then the mediator will still give you your Miam's form. And it shows the court that you've tried mediation, but that the other side yes. simply aren't interested. All right. Um Selina, you are next up. What's your question? Hi Legal Queen, can you hear me? I can indeed,
10: yeah. Okay, thank you. Um right, I've got two questions. The first one is we Court, um, it keeps it's been adjourned once. Yeah. Um Sorry, someone else is talking. It's been adjourned once, and we're going back to court to decide if a fact finding is necessary. Yeah. Um. My baby's 11 Ooh, months. Dad oh. left me when baby, when I was about eight, nine weeks pregnant. I haven't yep. seen him since. So it's been a very long time. Um. I'm voluntary giving photos every month to dad, but um. The CAFCAS report has said dad should not have any direct contact with the baby until a full report's been done. Yes. And generally that would get done after the fact finding. Yes. So I know dad wants access and he wants, uh, sorry, oh. visitation and he wants to see the baby. Yeah. And I know at the court hearing in the sixth, on the 16th of September, he'll ask the judge if he can see him, our son. Now, um, yeah, how likely is that to happen? Or would it be in a contact centre supervised it should be supervised because my son has got some health needs and he's got a protein allergy. Um, but, yeah, he's not on good terms with me or my family. And like I said, we haven't seen the guy in a, a year and a half. And there are a number of safeguarding concerns and it is a DV
0: case. If CAFCAS if have said that no contact should take place until such times as the report's been completed, there's every likelihood that the court's going to be guided by that. So I don't think, no. Selena, you've got too much to be concerned about. Cafcast um, you know. report, sorry, illegal queen. It said
10: uh, there should be no direct contact with the child until a full assessment's been done. Yeah. So when would that assessment get
0: done in a timescale, or would it after, be after the fact finding? After the fact find, absolutely. Yeah. If a fact find's been listed, then a section seven will come after that.
10: Okay. So when contact does start um itself, uh, as I said, my son has got a lot of needs and. The you know dad. what? You
0: know what, what, Selena. What you know what, Selena. I think you've probably jumped about ten steps there. Step number I one think. is to is to wait to see what the fact find c- produces. If the fact find finds in favour of you, there may be no contact at all. Okay. If you know, and so I'd get over that hurdle first. Then, of course, you've got to wait for the Section Seven report to come out. So, I think before you, you know, don't race to the finish line and assume that he's going to get contact. And, and if so, will that contact be supervised? Literally, take one step at a time. Just know that right now he's not getting any contact.
10: You know what it is, Legal Queen. I get a lot of intimidating and harat like bully, bullish emails from his solicitor, and yeah. it kind of gives me a bit of anxiety, and I yeah. have sleepless nights over yeah. it. And they say they're going to say that I'm. I'm not doing the best interest on my child, but I'm voluntarily providing
0: these photos and updates of the baby. And, yeah, so I get a bit scared. And And by the sounds of it, you also have Kafkas on your side. They've actually come out and said, no direct contact until we've done the report. So all you need to do to his solicitors is just direct them to that and say, look, take it up with Kafkas, Take it up with them. I'm following Kafkas' guidance here. You take it up with them.
10: My last question, if you don't mind, Um, just on the divorce side, he's stalling the finances. So we're at decree now, so I know financial remedy stuff's been put through. He's admitted uh, that he's retained my gold diary and his solicitors have emailed me confirming that he does agree that it's worth £4,000 and they've retained it, but they don't
0: want to give it back. Right. Um, Can I chase that up in court? Yes, you'll get a direction from the judge that that's returned to you. OK, because he's just
10: stalling it because he said, I gifted it to his mum and dad.
0: Yeah, as I said, okay. the, the, ju- the judge will give you a direction for oh. that. OK, thanks All so right. much, Legal Queen. Take You're away. welcome, bye. Um, Harper, I did have you up next, but for some reason you've just disappeared from the stage, so I'm going to ask who's next. Janja? No. No? Sony. Sony, what's your question? Sony? Hello, Hello. what's your hey. question?
8: I can't I, I can barely hear you. I can hear you. Okay, um basically um me and my husband are getting divorced. Yeah. And um I just wanna
11: know that. She put herself on mute.
8: Hello. Hello, I can hear you. Okay. I just wanna know, basically, that um am I entitled to anything of or... because the properties on his, he has two properties, they're both on his name. Nothing is on my name. I'm just a housewife. Look after the kids. Yeah. Are you married? Did you say you were married? You're going through a divorce. I've been married for nearly 11 years now. Yeah. So it doesn't
0: really matter whose name the assets are in. They are all going to be matrimonial assets. So they're going to be divided in according to what the party's needs are. But I don't pay for anything at all. Doesn't matter. You're his wife. So the law says that you know it's all matrimonial assets. And what about his uh, like his business account? Yeah, if if it belongs a hundred percent to him, then yes, they'll also be included because that's an income that he will have to declare.
8: Right. Okay. And if he's hiding it and doesn't declare
0: it, then what do we do? Well, if you, if you know that he's hiding it, then you'd raise that at court. Right. Okay.
12: Right?
0: So what I'm going to suggest is that you take some legal advice because clearly there's a lot there's a lot to go through there. All right.
8: Right. Okay. And uh, just one last thing. Um i'm so grateful for everything you do for everyone it's really, really really nice god bless you you're welcome all right take care thank you so much you're
0: welcome bye-bye thank you Perfect. maza you're up next what's your question
9: yeah i just wanted to ask i'm currently going through court with my ex-partner and my children are 13 and nine yeah we We've got the, I believe it's the final court hearing in November. Yeah. But the, it was set up that my ex-partner was meant to write to them for X amount of months, then caused, um to call them. They didn't happen. Now it's gone straight to contact centre. Um, I've been taking them to the contact centre, but they're refusing to go into the room with it. Like, literally, my son freaks out. He's autistic, and um, he doesn't want to go in their Previous DV, and um, towards them and towards myself. And um, what happens if it, they carry on refusing to go in to see him? Like I'm g- adhering to the court order
0: yeah. by taking them there. Yeah, you know as part as, as part of that order, Mazza, has there been any sort of direction that there's going to be a report done afterwards? By you know that you can put a statement in that you can get some statements from the contact centre staff
9: that Cafcas are going to observe. um, Cafcas were involved, and they said that they believed that um, the children will benefit from speaking to their father to know where where they are from because they're they're mixed race. Yeah, and my thing is um, Section Seven went ahead. My children told Kafkas that they don't want to see him. How old are the children? Uh, Thirteen and nine.
0: I think the thirteen year old will be listened to. The nine year old is probably the court's going to expect the adults to to sort of guide the nine year old to having contact. I think I've to, been trying. Yeah, I've add, been trying. I've talked to, to the contact to, center. Yeah. I mean, all you can do, Maz, Mazza, is, is what is is what you can do, really. You know, if if you're bringing them there and they are, you know, clinging to you and won't won't let your leg go or whatever it is, I don't know what they're doing. Then w- what can you do? You've got them there. Um, You know, there there isn't too much you can do. I mean, I'm not a big fan of forcing children, like literally pushing them into the room and closing the door and running away sort of thing. Um, you know, you, there isn't, I have no answer really, you know, you know as a mum, if if they really don't want to go, I think I would be establishing why, letting CASCAS know why, and just letting the court know when you go back to court, there isn't much more you can we, do really.
9: We have um, obtained reports from the contact centre each time.
0: Well there you go. Um,
9: and it's yeah. gone to my solicitor and I believe and um, their dad's solicitor, yeah. But I'm just worried because I keep hearing stories that they're going to get forced to after this. The judge is going to say you're just going to have to I think what find I, someone to give them say, up like, What
0: I would say, Master, then is speak to your solicitor because if you've got all this evidence from the Kafka Centre, go back and speak to your solicitor about it, and they should be able to, um, you know, let you know if you need to be worried or not, okay? Okay, Great. I will do. Thanks, right, then. thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bella, you're next up. What's
12: your question? Hiya, um I, I can't hear you very well, but I can just about hear you. Okay.
0: Um
12: so my ex-partner weren't married or anything. Yeah. Um uh, was told by social services that he'd need to apply to the courts um to see my son after um domestic abuse um yeah. on like towards me. Um, he's also been charged with domestic abuse against other partners yeah. and um, his family are sort of pressuring me into allowing contact saying we're going to take you to court and this and that um, and obviously it does cause an anxiety for me my son's three and a half um, and he's never really had any contact with his dad yeah. um, so he's a stranger um, and he's obviously wanting to well, he says he wants to, and I know that his family are also scared of how he can be, so they just want the answer that, for me, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, 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 I do, yeah. Uh, Bella, all all I would say is if, if he's going to make a court application, then you can't stop him from making that. Um, But know that obviously your voice is going to be heard in court. So if you have any concerns at all, any welfare concerns, you just let them know. Just let court know. Um, Kafka, because you're going to raise safeguarding concerns, Kafkas will most likely then get involved. Uh, I mean, someone asked me a question on on TikTok there. Does the court always agree with CAFCAS? Um, generally, yes, they will be heavily guided by Kafkas because Kafkas are an impartial professional. So they're a third party professional who's completely impartial um, to this child, whereas mom and dad obviously are very positional. So uh, what I would say, Bella, is don't don't be concerned. Don't think that lots of people assume that because people are making an application to the court that their application is going to succeed. And actually, if you could see what I see, the amount of applications that don't succeed, you'd you'd feel less stressed about it. Trust me.
12: Yeah. Okay. Um. Obviously. Um. He his family. Um. Seems well. They like to say that. Um. He. Uh hasn't ever hurt a child or this or that, but I know that's untrue, and obviously, but it, there's no like physical evidence of that. Um, but like, do you know what I mean? It's like, would that so, be so in
0: then? Court? So then, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to voice that, and whilst there might not be documented evidence, you tell your story, you tell the story of how he hurt the child, and the and when that happened, and how that happened. And then it yeah. will come down to simply the power of persuasion. You know, are the court going to believe you or are they going to give him the benefit of the doubt? They will yeah. never, the court will never place a child in danger. So if if your evidence is compelling, um, then they will get Kafkas to investigate. All right? Um, okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Me. Thanks, Bella. Bye-bye. Um, Hardoon, you are up next. What's your question?
13: Hi, can you hear me? I can, yeah. Yes, Hi um i need to actually understand this question if you can help me understand basically uh, me and my wife had a child arrangement um and uh, we got 60 40, um, 40 of uh, um, responsibility i think as I said these days so uh, my next step was to actually go for a financial uh, order and then go for a divorce because i think it was better to go through Settle everything before you go for divorce, so it's a quicker process. Um, now she says uh, we well the biggest asset we have between us is a um, flat which we both own uh, both our names are there. Now she says uh, we can split it in a way since I'm having more of the child to myself, so basically I can keep it. You can send that's something I can pay you, um, and if not. Um then I would come back to you with a uh, child maintenance cost that you'd have to pay me. Uh, I'm in a limbo. I don't understand what needs to be done because I have made contribution. I don't think 80-20 is a fair distribution. And I, I also don't think that if I, I mean, if I let 80% agree to that arrangement, then She would just agree to a child arrangement to, I don't know, to her appropriate cost. Otherwise, she would try and get as much money as she can. I don't know what to do, basically. I'm stuck here.
0: All right. So the the first thing to know is that you you don't do the finances before you do the divorce. Okay. so let's get let's get things in order. First of all, you've got to submit a divorce petition and that has to be submitted first and then you would submit a financial order. So the first step is get your divorce petition into the court if you honestly believe that your marriage is irretrievably broken down and then you start to negotiate finances. Now, when we're negotiating finances, the starting point, as a lot of you already know, is 50-50. One of the ways that we will depart from 50-50 if there is children involved is to say, well, who do the children live with? And if they're living with you, let's say for argument's sake, uh, for the majority of the time, then that is one reason that we will go to maybe 60% or even 70%. It will depend then on how old the children are. Um, if they're very young, we might go higher. If they're, say, three and four, we might start at a 70%. If they're older than that, then we might start at 60%. So if you're saying that you, you're not sure how to divide the finances, I mean, I always say this to people, but then you've got to take some legal advice. And if the child arrangements haven't been sorted, then you'll need to get that sorted first.
13: Oh no, child arrangement's done. Child maintenance. Sorry, uh, did I say child arrangement? Oh, we've so got the child what? Arrangement what does,
0: order. So what does the child arrangements order say? Who does the child live uh, with?
13: It's literally sixty forty percent sharing, so that's what okay. the said. It's okay. Okay. So that's so a, so the the, good the good.
0: finances would be divided in accordance to that then. Uh, one of the factors. There's many other factors that we look at when we're dividing finances. Uh,
13: but then, what my um, what I'm stuck at, what I don't understand is, what she says is, if I agree to eighty twenty, yeah, then it won't come back to me for child maintenance. Yeah. 've in a full-time job as well um, and i'm in a yeah, full-time but, job but,
0: but that's my point i i can't answer your question because i don't know all of the information so i can't say to you yes accept that or no don't accept that you know this is where uh, now is the time that you'll need to go and get some legal advice as to whether or not her proposal to you is a fair and reasonable one that's the next step for you
9: and
13: you think it's appropriate to first uh, file a divorce? Because uh, I know when you file a divorce, there's a question regarding if you've had a financial uh, order in place or not. So yeah, so let's so get that done first and no, then no,
0: go no. no, no, because your divorce petition isn't the financial order. So on the on the divorce petition, it's just asking you if you are going to be making an application for a financial order. That's all it's doing. That isn't the financial order.
13: Uh, no, 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 no. That—that's what that—that that wasn't. A, uh, thats not what I was asking. So when I try to bring an application and ask me a question, do you have uh, financial? Or do, oh, sorry. Are you going to apply for the financial order? I think it's a question or something like that. Um yeah. So I thought. Are you? I've are you? Are you
0: talking before, about the divorce different. petition? Are you talking about the divorce petition? Yes.
13: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So well,
0: I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, that, yeah. So I'm. I'm telling you that when you complete the divorce petition. It's not asking yeah. you for a financial order. It's asking you if you are going to be applying for a financial order.
13: All right? So I should say yes, basically, because yes. I wanted that arrangement. Absolutely.
0: Without. Yes, you tick You tick yes. But that isn't a financial order. That's your divorce.
13: Okay. But after that, once we got the financial order, uh, there is no way that either she or I can, after that, go back for any time in future and try and... Correct. Can we stop that for, Correct. like... For the financial fun, order, the financial or
0: order will sever the financial ties all right
13: or sort of forever
0: yeah forever
13: okay that's all right it. that's all i'm no, okay
0: thanks, thanks. bye,
13: bye.
0: davy t you're up next what's your question hello
11: can you hello? hear me i can indeed what's your question uh, brilliant thank you for taking my call that's um, right. so i have a um i had a uh financial order um about five years ago so we so i separated with my ex-wife seven years ago we got to court two years after and then we went through um the process and got to a final order this was with the house um the the house uh, so the house basically needed to be sold yesterday yeah um at four o'clock um or, or no sorry she would have to buy me out of the house um by yesterday at four o'clock, all yes. uh, the house goes on the open market. So yes. we've had a letter from our solicitors now basically saying that they need another five to six weeks because um, uh, they're getting conveyancing done and, and what have you. But we've had a lot of, uh, and it's a very threatening letter basically, and it's saying that if we go back to court, we're going to be sued for costs and things. Um, I just wanted to sort of know where I stand really because... Uh, there's been a lot of lies told, you know, and it's, it, there's been a lot of hot air and we don't really know what to believe yeah. whether it's should go in for time again or...
0: The first thing I would say, Davy, is that they can't sue you for costs, okay? So don't be intimidated by that one-liner. Um, you have an order that she is currently in breach of. So if she wasn't able to give you the money yesterday at four o'clock, then the house should have been on the market at nine o'clock this morning. Um, mm. and, and essentially, that's your position, so unless yeah. I would be writing to her solicitors to say, what's the go here? Are you going to stick to this order or aren't you? You've got seven days to reply, failing which I'm going to be making a, an order to the court, or an application to the court for breach without further notice. The, the, let me tell you now, the family court will not give an order for costs if somebody mm-hmm. has breached the order <laughs> and you are literally making an application to enforce.
11: Right. So, uh, sorry, I know there's other people waiting. I don't want to keep long. It's so um, it's really sort of taken the wind out of my sails. I've literally been counting the days down. Yeah. Um, so, if um, so, if I have to go back to court with her, is it a long process at the minute?
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's the only thing, Davy. I would say um, by the time you make your application, you are going to wait about three months for a hearing date. So it's not a quick fix. This. Um, and, yeah. and effectively, what you are asking the court for? Well, you're asking the court to enforce the order, but an order for sale, um, because which you which you kind of already have, but you need to enforce that order for sale now. Um, I I would want to understand if if I were your solicitor a little bit more about why she's in breach. You know, is it that she needs an extra four weeks to to get this um, offer, that this money to you, a mortgage offer or whatever? Um, or is it that she's she's genuinely dragging her feet? Because if that's well, I, the case, then you just need to get that house sold.
11: Yeah, well, well, I've put loads of offers forwards over the last seven years that would have meant she would have lived there, mortgage free, and you know, but but you know, I just feel that everything isn't enough for her. Yeah. Um, so so now we're at this point. Um, but but I have like I the house I have sort of personal connections with the house, and I would like to keep the house. Okay. Um, so you know it's. Uh, i can 't lie, you know I, yeah I would like to I would like to hang on to the house, but it doesn't actually say on the order that it 's not giving me the option to buy it, only that it goes on the o- open market, so I'm assuming I can buy it off the open market
0: well, absolutely you can, and it look if you 've got to make an application to enforce while you're there, have an application to vary and say to judge, look, you know now i 'm here um i'd like to enforce it by buying it from her. And let's settle mm. it that way. So, so you're almost making an application to enforce along with an application to vary. Yeah.
11: Okay. That's great.
0: All right. All right. But uh, yeah. your starting point, David, is to put that very clearly in writing to her solicitors. Um, and as I say, yeah. don't listen to all that chat about suing you for costs. That's um, that's nonsense. Yeah. All
11: okay. right. Just just remind me one more thing. What what do I need to say to her solicitors?
0: So I, I would be asking them to, to give you um, an outline of what their client's proposal is in the next seven days, or you'll be making an application to the court without further notice to them.
11: Okay, that's great.
0: All right.
11: Yeah, thanks very much for your All help.
0: You're welcome. Thanks, Davey.
11: Thank uh, you,
0: bye. Bye. VN Elizabeth, bye. you are up next. What's your question?
8: Hi, can Hello? you hear me? I can indeed, yeah. Yeah, um, it was a new, well, hopefully a quick one um basically we i'm in a relationship really really happy there's no issues at all we're due to get married next year which is exceedingly exciting it's just that um i am aware that uh, maybe long distance in the future um i may come into some quite significant inheritance yes and um, i'm just you know very aware that you know you don't get married with the idea of getting divorced of course but there's also that underlying of do you want to protect yourself
1: yeah for the you know you
8: don't know where it's going to end you don't know where you're going to be in fifteen years yeah. and I just want to know if there's anything I can do to protect what comes from my family if well, the worst should ever happen in the future. Yeah, absolutely. There's a couple
0: of things you can do. Obviously, you can enter into a prenuptial, um, which. Oh, would, which.
8: Sorry, I just put that is that for future stuff. I just always worried that that was for what is now. No, no. Would, it, what... it no. It, it, it will cover future stuff as well. Absolutely,
0: especially mm-hmm. if you know that that inheritance is coming your way. Um, yeah. A couple of years into the marriage, I would then be saying that you do a post-nuptial and, and always yeah. keep the intention alive as to exactly what your what your intention and what his intention is with regard to the inheritance. But whoever is giving you the inheritance, and I'm going to assume it's your parents, they need to take yeah. some advice as well, because the inheritance could be part of a trust, which would then give it an extra layer of protection, but have them
8: take yeah, some yeah, advice that is, I, that is something i could ask my family to do is yeah as I did, you know, there's nothing wrong in our relationship it's just something i have to i watch my parents go through a divorce and it's just not pretty and right. i just if it's so significant you just yeah. don't want you just don't know how nasty people get you just exactly. don't know exactly yeah, Fine, so that yeah. Is something I, could, I could ask my parents to put a sort of terms and trust on it and yeah. i could also then yes, also could. ask for a prenup as yeah, well you
0: could indeed absolutely that's
8: amazing that answers my question i just wanted to know if prenups were for future or if you know if that can cover future and you know not necessarily just current no problem Sorry.
0: you're welcome thanks elizabeth thanks so much bye. bye nana nine uh someone said are prenups enforceable in the uk they're not legally recognized no um they're not however the courts are being more and more guided by them now so um, definitely worth having one than not having one is what i would say Uh, Nana Nine, what's your question? Hello, Nana Nine? No? Can't hear you. October Libra, what's your question? Oh, Oh, October's gone. Nana Nine?
11: It might be this little button you have to push down that says push to talk. If you hold that and then talk. No.
0: No. Okay, we'll go to the next person because we can't hear you, Nana9. So sorry. Harper, let's see if I can hear you this time.
2: Huh? Hello, can Hello. you? Hear me? I
0: can indeed. I think it's the third time we've tried to talk, Harper.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to talk last week as well. Oh, did you? Um, Bless you. What's your question? So, my husband and I separated uh, like 1st of July. Yeah. Um, and we've been married for four years, together for seven. Um, we've got a little boy he during the course of our marriage he's started up two businesses well several businesses but he's still got two going one that he is the sole owner on and one that he's like 30 percent 40 percent owner um and I know that he's also taken out stocks and shares and has savings and I'm just not sure what I'm entitled to he's quite adamant that I'm getting nothing, he's supporting me with our son, but he's adamant I'm getting nothing from his businesses because they are his, and I'm just not sure what I'm actually entitled to. So
0: the starting point, Harper, is that we put everything, matrimonial asset-wise, into the pot, okay, and then we look at who has the biggest need, so if you're not working, and if you have the responsibility of housing children, you're going to have the biggest need, okay, so that, we, you know, even though the starting point is 50-50, we might be leaving 50-50 in your case because you you could potentially be the more vulnerable. You know, if he's got a strong earning capacity and he doesn't have the responsibility of housing children, for example, there's obviously counter arguments to that. He might argue that some of it's premarital and take it out. He might argue that he is not a full 100% owner of the business and therefore we're only going to be looking at what is in his name um but uh, you know he he's a little bit disillusioned to think that you're not going to get anything because you are you might even get more um as i say because you could be seen as the more vulnerable party depending on the circumstances
4: and how would that work because obviously i don't expect him to sell his businesses obviously they're, yeah. they're what he uses to yeah. help support our son exactly um but what would I essentially be entitled to like a payout from the businesses yeah. or yeah. So just going it, it, forward I get so a set no, amount of the profits? There's I, no. Know, it's not how it works.
0: There's no answer to that, Harper, because as I say, one size doesn't fit all with family. It's gonna depend on your needs. So it might be if the only asset is his income, that you just get ongoing spousal maintenance. It might be that if we have property, that you get a bigger share of the um, equity in the property in order to help you rehouse and then a smaller amount of spousal maintenance. So it all depends on what's
4: available and what the parties need.
0: OK, perfect. There's
4: no property. Um, it's just because we went rented. Um, right. I do work, but... Um... I earn less than what I... He, he says that he doesn't earn very much, but I I, I somewhat know that's not true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just... I think I need to obviously go through and, and try and find a, a solicitor yeah. for an hour or so just to get proper advice. Yeah, um, that's exactly right. I, yeah. I don't want it to turn turn bitter, but at the same time, I, I don't want to struggle looking after our son five days a week yeah. and him taking his new girlfriend on holiday all the time. Yeah. <laughs> All right
0: then. Good for you. Brilliant. Thank Thanks you hard, so much. Man. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Uh, next up is Carrie. Carrie, what's your question?
14: Hi, can you hear me? I can, yeah. Yeah. Um I've got two for you. Um one of them is so I had an um a private agreement with my daughter's dad um for fight like he um, like a child maintenance or um private arrangement we had yep. he's been reducing it and reducing it over the last year and now he's um to- he's reduced it again saying that mark my- because i received child benefits and i'm not giving him half of the benefits he's deducting half out of the money and i can't see i've been trying to get some advice to look at it and i have filed now to um the child maintenance people but uh, I can't see anywhere that my benefit my child benefits come into the deduction of costs. Like is this No true or? It, it won't it
0: won't carry. So depending on the number of children that you have, let's say you've got two children, then CMS guidelines I, just is one. Okay, just the one. So CMS guidelines is he will pay twelve percent of his gross to you, okay, as child maintenance. Now what he will be able to deduct from that is if he has that child overnight. So that the maximum that we will start at is around about twelve percent of the gross, and then we'll go from there. But it has nothing to do with your benefit. His child maintenance um commitment is completely separate to anything that you may earn or that you receive by way of benefits.
14: Okay, um, that um, my other question. It's a little bit of a sensitive issue. My her, her dad, her his girlfriend girlfriend new girlfriend has um well from my daughter we've got the police involved has been um hitting my daughter right um we have a court order in place and he's she's supposed to be visiting him police and um my sister but she's on holiday now so i can't get in contact with her have told me to um not send her due to safeguarding issues um because he lives with her yeah. and we we did offer indirect contact and we have offered contact without the girlfriend present which he's not interested in yeah um however now I've had a bit of a nasty letter from his solicitor saying that if I don't send her um they're going to go for full residency of my daughter well they won't get that carry that's just a threat um you
0: have um genuine safeguarding concerns there she shouldn't be raising her hand to that child at all um so you know they 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 they're they're going to threaten that they're going to have a go for a change of residence, but I suspect that they won't get that. Okay, all right. Don't don't worry. Don't worry about that.
14: Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Okay.
0: Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye. Um. October Libra. I'm going to try you again. We did have you up earlier, but um. Can you hear us
4: now? Hello. Oh hello. Hi. What's your question? Um. Right, I apologize for earlier. I'm new to this disco. Cool That's
15: thing. all right, don't worry. Um, I have three children. Um, their dad has an older child. Um, with having his child around um, every weekend, not a problem. And then things started to appear with the older child being aggressive and hurting um my daughter who's eight. Um, and then it would come on to like doing certain things to one of my other children and then like, to my the other one. So I've, I completely stopped the contact between them. Um, dad was still able to see them, but their dad started to get a bit nasty and high right over yeah. it um, because I wouldn't allow him to have all of them together for safety reasons. Um, and because my daughter refuses to even have anything to do with their older brother. Now, Dad ha- does have a drink problem and Dad does have a drug problem and also has anger issues. Uh, his family don't think he should be allowed to see them on his own. Um, so what I did is I do one day a week at his mum's house with the like, so he can see the children. I'm away from it. It's just him and my three. Yeah. Um, Dad's doing that I should be allowed to see them if and whenever I want to, not so, when I'm told to. I,
0: I get it. What's your question? Can I just jump in there, just to give me an idea of
15: where it's going? Um, where do I stand with taking uh, this like steps? Because um, obviously he's now doing that. I, sh- I want to take him whenever I want to. My daughter doesn't okay. want to go with him
0: okay I think um, I think from what you've said you've got some genuine safeguarding concerns there you've told me that there's a drink issue that there's a dependency on drugs and there's also anger management issues
15: there isn't... the day before he was meant to see them he tried to end his life yeah. as well okay
0: so. so i think I think the writings on the wall isn't it this isn't a question that you, you need to even ask you know the the children's welfare is obviously your main concern if he disagrees with any decision that you're making by exercising your parental responsibility. Let him make an application to the court. That's what I would say. Don't. Uh, think... uh, he said
15: he's already said he's going to do
0: that. That's he said fine. he's going
2: Don't to take the your mental then health grounds.
0: Let him do it. That's absolutely fine. Um, you know he'll have difficulty proving that over and above his three issues: the drink, the drugs, and the anger. And obviously, yeah. the children have been in your care. Social services and the school are obviously happy with you. There's been no involvement,
15: so d- just my just... daughter's raised. Sorry, my daughter's raised. Not like actually gone to the school. That's how I found out about what's yeah. actually been going on. Yeah. So um... I think
0: just just protect those kiddies. And if, as I say, if he wants to see them, and you're not in agreement with it, let him make a child arrangements application. All right. Okay.
15: Great. So, let him just yeah that's okay it. no that's brilliant thank you so much all right
0: you're welcome bye
15: thank you bye.
0: bye. right guys that's another evening loads of family law questions we actually got through 26 questions tonight that's pretty impressive okay um so yeah i'm pretty pretty happy with that hope that that all um helped you guys apologies to everyone still with their hand up um in the lounge but i will be back here tomorrow again at six we'll do another hour of family law questions and see if we can't help you guys out Until then, take care and I'll speak to you all tomorrow. Cheers, guys. Bye.